Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Wednesday, September the 7th, 2022. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and I am joined by the one and only Mr. Josh Crash Davis. Crash, how are you on this fine Wednesday afternoon? I'm doing well. Um, better than I think my brewers are probably doing after last night. That was probably the toughest loss I've seen by them in I don't know how long. Uh, I don't know if you Bro. saw what happened or not, but they had a six to one lead in the eighth inning. And then they brought in uh, Louis Perdomo and he allowed four runs. So that made it six to five. And then um, they brought in Strzelecki, which he he did, he did okay. He got the two outs because Perdomo didn't get any outs. So he got the two outs, but then he gave up a home run to Gritchick. So they tied the game in the eighth inning after Brewers had a six to one lead, and then they end up winning in uh, extra innings. So that was a rough loss. Yeah, not a good one. But uh, you know what? They're back at it today. So you never know. They can bounce right back. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly looks like they're going to have the ability to score <laughs> some runs today again. And yeah, course. so we'll see how that rolls. But uh, yeah, it was it was not a good day yesterday for me. I my lineups just did not get it done. Uh, super disappointing. The hot streak ended, but mm -hmm. you know that's DFS. We we always preach uh, the most important two things, like by a million times, mm -hmm. are bankroll management and contest selection. If you stick with that plan, you're going to be able to ride out nights last like last night where it just didn't go well after yeah. three or four hot nights in a row, you know? Yeah, I mean, it was a tough night in general. I mean, the uh, the cash line was like almost 200. Um, I had Max Muncy in my lineup and barely cashed. So it was just, it was crazy. Yeah, we'll, we'll get there. Deb and I did our best yesterday, but, you know, sometimes uh, you, you just take a, a, a hiccup and then you move on. But mm -hmm. I will say this, you know, today was, it's, uh, really confusing because there's, first of all, there's 17 games. So there's their first weird thing. Then there's uh split. So it's like six games in the afternoon is a key slate. Then there's a bunch of games in the middle, like four games that aren't on anything. And then you've got a 705 six game slate as the main slate. So I, I have no idea. Uh, it is confusing as hell as far as that goes. But mm -hmm. for the purposes of this podcast, we are going to focus on the six games that are that afternoon slate that starts at 3.05, I guess. And then the six game main slate that starts at 7.05. So we're going to go through those 12 games in depth. We'll talk about all of our normal stuff, pay up, fades, value plays, uh, BVPs. HR calls, stacks, and we'll do it on for both of those slates. So hopefully okay. you can come out of this podcast. Everybody is prepared then to play really two main slates, if you will, uh, mm -hmm. the afternoon one and the evening one. Does that make sense, uh, Crash? Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Hopefully to everybody out there, it does as well. And I know a lot of people are providing just for the early or then they're going to come back on and do just the late. Let's stick with us today. We'll go over these 12 games in depth, and you should be prepared for both slates uh, full barrel. I'll say this in all my preparation earlier, I absolutely love the, the 305 early slate, mm -hmm. and I'm not too crazy about the 705 main slate. What about you? Yeah, I'm right there with you. Um, my main issue with the main slate is the pitching. I think that every pitcher has a bad matchup in the bats i mean it's just, it's a pretty tough slate i think or you know on paper it looks that way yep and uh you know the one thing about this afternoon that's that's wonky but i think we can use it to our favor here mm -hmm. is just DraftKings just with a massively screwed up pricing on strider how can strider only be 8900 yeah, in that matchup, it makes no sense to me. It makes no sense to me either, coach. I don't get it. I mean, he should be like 11 3 or even more than that, and just everything's off. I, you know, what this is what I think happens at this time of the year 
for the, the DFS providers like DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo, I think they get so overwhelmed with the NFL starting mm -hmm. and all of that pricing and all of that action because, let's face it, the NFL gets way more action DFS-wise than any other sport. Right. And I think what happens is with baseball specifically, it just gets lost in the shuffle and you see a lot of mispricing, a lot of issues like that that take place. Mm -hmm. Definitely. But Definitely. I mean, 16 strikeouts is last start. So how do yeah. they, you know, <laughs> well, we had him as our key play that day and he dropped an 80 burger on the board. So mm -hmm. he goes against a crappy team like this and they, they drop his price. I mean, come on, man. What, yeah. Yeah. You got to be kidding me. But right. you know what? Let's use that to our favor. Let's take advantage of those miscues on the pricing and everything else that's taking place uh, on these sites. That's the way mm -hmm. I look at it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's crazy because um, you also have uh, um, Sandoval on this slate. And, yeah. Uh, you know, so the pitching is just really good on this early slate. It is. Castillo, Castillo's in there, too. Yeah. Castillo's in there. Um, so it's just, uh, it's interesting for sure. But, and then of course we have a cores game, which is going to dominate that early slate ownership mm -hmm. and how all of that's going to fall out. So let's, let's just dive into this, start breaking it down. A couple of things real quickly, as we're getting started, we're going to go give away two tickets to the, uh, $5 million, uh, NFL DFS, uh, draft kings contest they're, they're only five dollar tickets but it's you know free it's free you get to yeah. a free roll at five million uh in pool for that dfs contact uh, contest so if you jump in chat during uh this podcast just say hello or what's up because i'm gonna do the randomizer for everybody that's commented in chat so i can't double check to make sure during the podcast that you're in chat and you get a fair spin at those two free plays. So uh, real quick crash, let's say hello to uh, Rodney. Rodney Pollard wins for being the first one in uh, the podcast today. What's up, man? Our man, David Dulac. And remember, David is selecting our giveaway for any super chats. If you want to super chat during the podcast, you can do that. All of that money goes into a pool at the end of the month of September, and that goes to charity, and David will be choosing that charity. Uh, boy from Cali's in there. What's up, man? Uh, RJ, good afternoon, king of all trades. Uh, JT, good to see you. Dominic's back in the house. Fear Money Entertainment, LLC. Tony A is back. Great to have you back-to-back, -to -back, Tony. So glad you're up and running with your... Uh, um, being down for like six days so we we needed you back in here travis windham what's going on niles simmons great to see you in here as well and uh everybody else that's joining so we're gonna dive into this crash we've got those that giveaway during the day if you're watching right now on youtube as we're getting started get it out of the way give us the quick thumbs up hit the subscribe button if you haven't already the little alert in the upper corner, that'll let you know when any of our podcasts post. And that's very important right now because with mm -hmm. all of the MLB podcasts going up every day, NFL podcasts now coming in on every Thursday and Saturday, and we're going to pop some live Sunday ones in there from time to time as well. You're going to want to know when these <laughs> podcasts are posting. So hit that little alert button. Uh, if you're watching on Twitter, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a quick uh, like and retweet so some other people can take advantage and take a look. And we are presented by Boom Fantasy, our awesome uh, presenting sponsor. Boom Fantasy is definitely the place to go for all of your plays. You can play prop plays, head-to-heads, all kinds of different things on all the stats. They've got just about everything you can imagine. So jump on Boom Fantasy. We have the link right here in the description and in the bio on uh, YouTube. We also have it on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And if you're on TikTok, we're on there, and it that uh, is in there as well. If you're on Twitter, too, we're really trying to grow that group. Definitely like us and uh, <clears throat> you know, subscribe to us there as well. We'd really appreciate it. What's going on to Prince? That's all right. Better the late than never. Glad that you're in here with us. 
uh, mm-hmm. for sure. All right, Crash, are we ready to go on this uh, bizarre sort of six-game double main slate, whatever you want to call it, type of scenario here? Yeah, I just wanted to give our viewers a heads up real quick. You mentioned NFL. So tomorrow, 90 minutes before kickoff, we will be live. And then on Saturday night, we will be live at 8 p.m. Eastern. So Exactly. And the great news is, I mean, we're giving away two tickets to that Millie Maker on Sunday today. Mm-hmm. We're giving five tickets out tomorrow during that podcast and five again on Saturday night for the Sunday main slate. So, hey, if you want to get in and get in the randomizer, who knows? Maybe somebody wins multiple tickets to that, has a yeah. couple of different bullets at the big money. Let's see. What else for that? Uh, let's see. Anybody else? Anything in here? Yeah. David, King of Smack. Uh, Baltimore Bats with Valdez besides me. No, I'll tell you what. Um, that's, a, that's a great call, King of Smack. Very good, mm-hmm. man. All right. Here we go. Let's go right after it. The very first game on the slate, 305 Minnesota. Oh, Crash. No, I don't think we're going to have any uh, weather issues today. Do you? Oh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, that's I think a good we're point. clear. Yeah, I yeah. think we're clear. I wanted to mention that because that's always a stickler lately, but I don't think we're going to sure. have any cancellations. Yeah, I agree. I don't think so. All right, 305, Twins at the Yankees in New York. 10-mile-an-hour wind blowing in, 72 comfortable degrees, 7.5 the total, 3.46 for the Twinks, and for the Yanks, 4.04. The youngster, highly regarded youngster, Louis Varlin, pitching for the Twins, uh, has a really good strikeout percentage in the minors, but that's the minors. He -hmm. went from double A, had a stint in triple, and just, you know, really had more than a strikeout per inning. So he comes with a little little backing there. I'm not as high on him as I was Brown from the Astros uh, the other day, but he's not a bad pitcher for a youngster. Don't know how stretched out he'll be. He's been going, you know, five-plus innings in the minors. So I guess if he's going okay against the Yankees, he could continue in there for a bit. But, you know, a little, little tough debut uh, when you have to face the Yanks. Yeah. Uh, he's, and he's going against Domingo Herman, 7.3K. <laughs> Both of these lineups are out already. And uh, no major uh, – I guess we have one major surprise. Mm-hmm. Or a couple. The Yankees – listen to this Yankees lineup crash. So it's Cabrera leading off. Then you have Judge, Glaber Torres, Ronald Guzman batting cleanup. Yeah, where did that come from? He's like minimum 2K. Yeah. Miguel Andujar batting fifth. IKF up to sixth. Estevan Florial seventh. Higioshka, who I can never pronounce, eighth. And Oswaldo Peraza, ninth. What is this, spring training? <laughs> it does look like a spring training lineup with the exception of Judge and Torres. That's that's a crazy lineup. So, I um, mean, what what do we do with this game? Do you do you go to the rookie Varlin because of this wacky lineup? No. Or do you go with the cheap Yankees bats? Yeah, I mean, we we've already mentioned who we like on our pitching, so there's no way I'm going to go to Varlin, but um the Guzman play at cleanup, that's kind of popping out to me. I, I kind of like that, um, especially at min price. I think that's going to be a good good value play today. So I'm probably going to go there. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can see my – I'm probably going to go to a little mini Yankee stack uh, yeah. now that it's so cheap. I mean, yeah. I wouldn't mind going Cabrera, Judge Torres, Guzman, Andujar. How about mm-hmm. five Yankees? Yeah, I mean, you could go – you know, you could go with Yankees and whatever side of Coors you like. I guess the Rockies probably and, and the Angels, you know, and some of the Braves. Yeah. I mean, you can get all those guys for that cheap. So, I mean, it's it is just it changes the entire slate. First of all, let's just say this right off the bat the Coors game is going to get a massive amount of ownership mm-hmm. on both sides. Colorado's getting as much or more attention as the Brewers today. So that game's going to dominate, obviously, with the numbers there. You know, you're going to have to have some exposure. It's a 12-over-under in that game, which we're going to get to next. 
But I just wanted to bring it up now because maybe the differentiation is now that the Yankees lineup is so cheap, uh, maybe that's where you go for, for a little bit of contrarian piece to, you know, getting away from some of that stack for Milwaukee and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. I, um, you know, I'm not too high on the Brewers today, and I really don't have that many Rockies in my lineup right now either. So I may have to go with some contrarian Yankees if that's if that's going to look like you know the lowest owned route to go. So, I yeah, I like the Yanks. I think that Varland, again, you know, just a tough spot as a rookie for your first outing in New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, against that lineup, even though it's it's not their net regular lineup. So I definitely like the Yanks on this side. I do like Nick Gordon in the cleanup spot against Herman uh, at 3K flat as a mm-hmm. one-off for the Twins. Yeah, I definitely see that. All right, game two on that early slate, if you want to call it the afternoon slate, and it is your Brewers. They're at Colorado, 92 degrees in Denver, slight breeze blowing Big, huge numbers here. 12's the total, 6.43 implied for the Brewers, 5.57 for the Rockies. So both teams, uh, tons of ownership, tons of, I mean, no sense in even reading the ownership numbers. We know mm-hmm. this game dominates. And it's Eric Lauer, the lefty, 7.9K against Kyle Friedland, fellow lefty, 6.4K. So what's the strategy here, Crash? How many players from this game are going to be needed for you in your bill this is probably going to be um to be contrarian i think i'm going to probably go with some one-offs here um i like the the uh i like blackman on the rockies uh he has really good bvp against eric lauer he does like montero um he's good against lefties he hit a home run last night and uh he actually hit a home run off of Woodruff. He was the one of only two hits that they got. Um, but then I like, of course, Hunter Renfro. He's the best, you know, BVP against Freeland on this roster. And I have a sneaky feeling about Lewis Urias, but I'm really not sure how many Brewers and Rockies I'm going to get in my lineup. I'm, you know, kind of thinking as we're talking here that I'm going to go away from this game. Lauer wow. hasn't been that bad. Um you know, he's he's uh, got a 3.54 ERA with a 1.22 whip. And he, he's he been pretty good in his last couple starts. Um, against right. Arizona, he only allowed two runs. One of those, I believe, was an unearned run. So, I mean, he's he's been pretty solid of late. Uh, Freeland had, like, almost a no-hitter against us last time. So, um, I don't know. But they did mention last night that he has, like, an over-8 ERA at home, which is crazy. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. So that would be a concern. Obviously, if he gets blown up, then this is going to be a tough slate because they're probably going to be pretty highly owned, uh, the Brewers. But this kind of feels to me like this is going to be one of those how did this game end up so low scoring at quarters type games? Maybe wow. like a three is kind of what I'm predicting on this. Okay. Um, I don't think it's going to be that high scoring, but, you know, we'll see. I mean, there were 17 runs scored yesterday, so exactly. I would expect some regression. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, I agree and disagree. I, I'm not, like, stacking 5-3 here. Just all my lineup's going to be Rockies and Brewers. Mm-hmm. But I definitely am going to have, it sounds like, more exposure than you are. I specifically like the Colorado side, I hate to say. but. Yeah. We know that Colorado has been number one in Major League Baseball against left-handed pitching, uh, yes. and especially when they're in Coors Field. Mm-hmm. And so, tough matchup here for Lauer. And Charlie Blackman's numbers, you know, first of all, he's a reverse splits guy. He hits lefties great. Yeah. Listen to these numbers against uh, Lauer, though, for Charlie Blackman. 12 for 22, five extra base hits. Two of those are home runs. He's walked mm-hmm. a couple of times. A 1538 OPS, 955 slugging, 583 OBP, and just a, a cool 545 softball type average. Yeah. So he's going to be in every lineup I have for sure. There's no question about it. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm going to have exposure to both sides, though. I'm going to probably have one or two Brewers, uh, two or three 
uh, Rockies. I'm not going to go crazy with it. I know some people are just going to stack it right up. <clears throat> and I would understand that. I got to get a drink. I would understand that, but, um, you know, I don't think it's going to be low scoring. I just don't think it's going to dominate the slate where you yeah. have to have all the players from this team in order yeah. to have a winning lineup. And I don't remember what Blackman is on uh, DraftKings. I know he's 3,200 on FanDuel, so that's not bad at all. 48. 48. Yeah, it's still not bad. No. DraftKings pricing. Um, but, you know, I, I definitely want to have Judge and Trout. I mean, they've been red hot lately. And um, so I don't know how many of the Brewers and Rockies I'm going to get in my lineup, you know, so. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm leaning on the Brewers' side. You know, McCutcheon, I, I just keep thinking is going to have a breakout game. Adamas, same thing. I've been taking mm -hmm. him so much. Those guys jump out to me. Your buddy Keston here does have a tendency to hit lefties. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. So th those guys jump out. And then, you know, I'm looking at the middle of that order, uh, Josh. I think, uh, you know, Daza at 2-4. Uh, mm -hmm. In the two-hole, Blackman, like I said, is a lock. My decision is going to be on Crone and Rogers. Do I want to spend the 5-2 and 4-7 uh, yeah. for those guys? Uh, that's where I've got to make some decisions. I really like uh, Elias Diaz, the catcher down in the mm -hmm. seven-hole. Um, he's my home run call today, Crash. Can you believe okay. that? Yeah, I can. I, I played him last night, and, yeah. uh, of course, he let us down. But um, – I, I do like him in this matchup. I think that's, you know, he's been really good against the Brewers the last couple of times he's faced them. And so I do think that, you know, he's going to be a good lower own play, especially on DraftKings where you have to play a catcher. Right. And, um, you know, at the top, you know, Grichik and Daza. I mean, Grichik hit two home runs last night. Daza hit a home run. So I would probably lean away from them and more towards the Blackman, Rogers, and Diaz plays. And Montero, I like him too. So, I'm so furious yeah. about Grishik because I've been playing him a lot lately mm -hmm. and I had him in my lineup with five minutes left before posting. So I don't know somebody else did yeah. the same thing of one of our members mentioned it in, in uh, chat and I did the same stinking thing. So I'm definitely not chasing that those two home runs from yesterday. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but anyway, we spent a long time on that game because it is the most important game. It's the most, yeah. known, these two teams, most owned and it, it makes sense. So I think you can still have, you know, decent uh, coverage to this game and not totally be contrarian with the stacks like everybody else, or I mean, chalky like everybody else. Yeah. All right, let's move on to game three. It's the Atlanta Braves and Oakland athletics. It's an exactly three thirty-seven start uh, seven and a half to the total. It's extra hot in California. Uh, Oakland, 87 degrees there again. Mm. Um, breeze blowing out to right center, six miles an hour. Seven and a half is the, the total. 4.83 for the Braves, only 2.67 for Oakland. And it's Spencer Strider at a ridiculously underpriced 8.9K against Ken Waldachuk, the lefty at 5.5K. And I'm not going to waste time because we have a lot of games to go on. Play Strider in every lineup, in every contest, in everything you're doing. There's no reason not to. He's way underpriced. He's probably going to be the highest pitcher, scoring pitcher on the slate. And even if he doesn't have the greatest game mm -hmm. as a chalk blocker, because everybody else is going to have him, you know, it sort of screws up this early slate, but he's going to be just absolutely undeniable the, the best play on the slate. Yeah, he's my second favorite pitcher on this slate. Wow. Um, my um and and Atlanta is actually my favorite stack as of now. So I'm I'm trying okay. to decide if I'm gonna go with Atlanta or New York um uh, for my GPP stack because you know this this Atlanta lineup can can crush some lefties with you know Olsen can hit lefties. He hit a home run last night, I believe against the lefty. Um and then you know Ozuna, Gross Grossman, Grissom. Riley, I mean, Acuna. I mean, they've got some guys that can hit lefty. So I like the Atlanta stack here. Uh, I think they'll be lower owned than they were last night. But uh, I'm I'm kind of wanting to go back to them. Very nice. They're so damn expensive, though. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's the problem. 
Um, so I'll I'll try to get to a brave or two. No, certainly no interest in the Oakland side. Yeah, my favorite would be Grossman because a lot of people played him. They played the revenge narrative. They got burned by him. And I like going back to guys like that. I mean, I did it last night with Max Muncy because we were both on him the night before. And then right. he hit two, two home runs. Don't think that's going to happen with Grossman. But, you know, if he has a nice game, he'll be low on. So I like Grossman here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definite uh, narrative there, too. Absolute power. Thanks for joining in today. Great to see you in here. All right, let's keep moving on this early afternoon slash duo main slate fiasco here of them not putting these games together correctly, but that's another story. 4-10, we have the Chicago White Sox at the mm -hmm. Seattle Mariners. Um, expecting the Dome to be open there. Uh, only a seven total there. Um, 2.90 implied for the White Sox, 4.10 for the Mariners. Michael Kopech, 7.1K against Luis Castillo, uh, 9.8K. And those lineups have posted as well. Not as many shockers in there like we had with the Yankees. Mm -hmm. Pretty much the main, you know, main cogs for both of these teams in there. Yeah, this game I'm not really looking at. Um, so, you know, this game is pretty much a pass for me. Okay, I I like Luis Castillo. I know that you're, uh, you know, going to be high on on the third guy. I'm sure Pablo Sandoval, and you know, it's it really is comes down to me as Strider and Sandoval or Strider and Castillo. Mm -hmm. Those are the, those are the only combinations I'm playing today. Uh, I just think those are the three pitchers that extremely stick out to me on this early schedule. Um, are you in agreement with that? Or are you with on Kershaw today? No, I'm not on Kershaw. It's not okay. him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. Sandoval was my guy. You know, he oh, was, that's what I that thought. Was the right. That I had that just absolutely crushed it last time against Detroit. So yeah, yeah, yeah he did. He did for sure. Um, did I skip that game? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll go right back <laughs> to it. It's three minutes earlier than the Chicago Seattle I'm game. Not. So we'll talk about that game here also. But for me, very simple. I like Luis Castillo as my second pitcher in, in half of my lineups. Not interested in any of the White Sox bats. And I really don't like the Seattle bats because if you play Rodriguez, France, Hanniger, Suarez, they're just extremely expensive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Kopech's not bad. He's not, right, right. He's not good but he's not the worst pitcher on the slate. Mm -hmm. All right. I'll flip mm -hmm. back to this game. Cause I just sort of blew, blew everybody's mind. Detroit and the angels at four Oh seven. That's where we get your favorite yeah. pitcher and my two, two, a two B guy with Castillo. And that's Patrick Sandoval. Mm -hmm. It's 98 degrees in LA though. Crash. That's a little yeah, scary. Yeah, that's a little bit concerned there um, with yep. the weather. But, you know, he had the complete game shutout, nine strikeouts, 64 fantasy points uh, last time he faced Detroit. And, um, you know, I think that he's a little bit cheaper than Strider. He'll be less owned, definitely. And uh, I just think it's a very favorable matchup for him, you know, as long as the Heat doesn't take the ball out of the park. But um, I like the Angels, too. Um, yeah, this this is crazy for a slate with this few games. How many bats and pitchers there are on it? That I oh, it's so, a great slate, yeah, yeah, it really is. It's it's really uh, it's a great slate, but it's also tough to land on something because you just want to play everyone and you can't. So, oh, there's a lot of spots you can go. I mean, I like Sandoval and Castillo about even, but Sandoval's $1,200 cheaper, mm -hmm. and like you said, he co totally dominated uh, the Tigers last time. Um, I'm just a little nervous about the heat there. Yeah. Uh, Detroit's lineup's terrible, though. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's face it. They're not good at all. Um, it's eight and a half total, by the way, with that hot temperature. 3.44 implied for Detroit and 5.06 for the Angels. If we didn't mention, it's Drew Hutchinson, 5.1K for Detroit. Um, I don't think you have any interest there. I do not. No. Neither one of us like any of the Detroit bats. So you're going to Trout now. I've had Trout for all these homers, and I'm I'm actually not going to play him today. And okay. it's not because he's not 
like unbelievable. I just trying to time any regression here. I think maybe instead of, you know, getting 40 fantasy points, he just cuts down a little bit on that. 20. <laughs> yeah, it's just a money yeah. thing. You know, I'm trying mm -hmm. to get Yankees in. I'm trying to get cores in. Something's got to give, right? Yeah. I mean, if I can get a low on Judge and Trout and make it work, then I'm going to try and do it. That's kind of my philosophy today. Um, with Sandoval, I feel like I can do it. So we'll, we'll have to see how it all plays out. But I feel like there's enough value that I can that I can pull that off. So There's so many different ways you can go on this early slate. Even though most people are going to stack that course game, it's just mm -hmm. there's a lot of additional things uh, you can look to do. But really after that, I'm probably not going to have a ton of bats uh, in this game. Rengifo keeps hitting. Yeah, he does. still in that cleanup spot, Taylor Ward. 3.5 is a little tempting too because uh, I certainly don't really respect uh, Hutchison. Mm -hmm. I mean, Shohei's in play too, obviously, but you, yeah. know, you can't play everybody. So 6.3K. Yeah, it's very expensive. All right, we have two more games on this early slate and it's, uh, well, we talked about Chicago, Seattle. Yeah. I jumped ahead like a dope. So we got the second 410 game. This completes the sixth game. Uh, slate San Francisco at LA a cool 100 degrees in LA today so bizarre the the weather uh, in mm -hmm. California this week uh, six degrees out to center total of eight 3.03 implied for the Giants 4.97 for the Dodgers Alex Cobb 7.7k against Clayton Kershaw 10.2k so I want you to explain to me Crash how is Clayton Kershaw 10.2K and Spencer Strider is 8.9? There's no explanation for that. I mean, <laughs> that 16 strikeout game, you know, last start. And, I mean, Kershaw has been okay, I think. But um, I, I don't get it. I mean, yeah, he hadn't even been that great. Like, his last couple starts, 30, 21, 16, 19. Uh, before that, he was doing really well, but uh, his last few starts have been pretty concerning if you look at the numbers. Well, and I don't think he's like massively stretched out. I think they're going to, I mean, they have like a million game lead. Why would you, you know, have the guy pitch extra innings when you can just, you know, scoot them out of there and, mm -hmm. and a little bit of a control? Now, there, I haven't read anything that there's any pitch count or anything like that, but I still don't expect him to go, you know, a hundred pitches or anything like that personally. Right. Right. Um, no, I, I actually like uh, JD Davis on the opposite side batting third. Yeah. Um, he's got some good numbers against Kershaw. So I like yeah, him. only 2.9 K too. He's, yeah, he's another one of my value plays that kind of makes everything work. So he's like yeah. 2,200 on Fandle. So, wow. Yeah. You know, I'd love to get some of these Dodgers bats too. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, I might yeah, be my favorite. But. Oh, of course. I mean, but 6.4 is a little much. Um, yeah, I'm, you know, my goal is to get cores exposure and sprinkle in some Yankees and some Dodgers, but mm -hmm. uh, man, it gets, it gets tight. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, you can go up and down this lineup though and, and feel pretty comfortable. I mean, Cobb's not the worst, but he's not going great right now. And uh, really like some of these lefties, you know, the Freemans and Muncie's and, uh, and guys, uh, mm -hmm. not Gallo though. I don't, I think Gallo's a pinch hit risk too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. All right. That is it for the first, uh, slate, the early slate. today. Yep. Oh, we got the sex bot thing in here. Crash. Oh, geez. We need to smack that out of there. Uh, yeah. Speaking of King of Smack. WWE, the sex bots right out of here. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's check. Chats looks pretty good. We're doing all right. How about we give away one of our free NFL Millie Maker tickets? This, this is cracking me up. <laughs> want to find out our AI will help. <laughs> huh? Oh, my God. Good <laughs> Lord. Uh. Okay, so anyway, that just got me distracted, but that's pretty That's funny. all right. They keep popping them in here, yeah. so get these suckers out of here. Um, all right, if everybody's ready, we're going to 
as my buddy Gundacker would say, I always refer to him at this point of the giveaway, spin the wheel and make a deal. For everybody that is in chat, we are going to spin it, see who gets the first Millie Maker ticket. And before I announce it, remember, this is what you need to do or you don't get your free ticket. You got to go to Twitter and we're at DFS Coach Talk. Can't get any simpler than that. And just put in there, my name is Jim Smith. My PayPal email is jimsmith at gmail.com. Bang, you're done. That's all you got to do. And boom, you'll get it right in your account so you can uh, jump in this uh, right away. All right, here it goes. The wheel is spinning. The winner, oh my goodness, Crash, you're not going to believe it. It the is boy from Cali. from Cali. Yeah, I knew it. You? How did you guess that? I just had a feeling. I don't know. I don't know how I, I just did. He wins. Man, oh, man. He's probably going to have uh, – he's going to win that $5 million. Boy yeah. from Cali, congratulations. You've won a ticket uh, to the, the big NFL Millie Maker. Uh, so I got to block this user and get these guys. There's a few sneaking in here. They're not going away, Crash. Oh, geez. Um, I've tried Thank blocking you. several of these. I don't know why it's not going away. I'll try that one. There we go. All right. But anyway, congratulations, boy from Cali. I We expect nothing less than a first place finish with that ticket. So uh, shoot us that information and we'll go from there. All mm -hmm. right. We get into the second half of this wonderful slate, uh, these wonderful slates today. We're going to skip the games that aren't on any of the slates. So goodbye, Mets, Pirates, Twins, Yankees, Red Sox, Rays, and Marlins, Phillies. What Did a shame. That, Coach, what Kelly huh? said? What did he say? He said he wants to give it to my man, David, if that's cool. Sure. We'll give it to David Dulac, and then David can take down the Millie Maker, and then he can pop a bunch of that right into his charity that he's uh, going after. So... Yeah. David, if you can shoot us that information, thank you, boy from Cali. That is very kind of you. And David, shoot us that information on Twitter. Uh, and if you're, listen, follow us on Twitter. We're at DFS Coach Talk. On uh, TikTok, we're at DFS Coach Talk and uh, at Coach, Ta Coach Talk. You can find us at either one. Uh, if you want to join, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. You can also sign up for our presenting sponsor, Boom Fantasy, on any of our uh, social media sites. We have a, a link there that you need to click on, go through that, download, and then you're ready to go. All right, 705. First game on this main slate, six gamer this evening's Toronto Blue Jays, Baltimore Orioles. It is uh, a little rain possible here. This is the one game that we could have a shower. I don't think it's going to yeah. cause any uh, major problems, but it's something we'll keep an eye on. 71 degrees in Baltimore, breeze blowing in from center at six miles an hour, seven and a half is the total, four for Toronto, three and a half for Baltimore, Alec Manoa, 10.5K against the combo, the starter, Tyler Wells, and then Dean Kramer, the placement pitcher for Baltimore, who was my main guy last time and pitched pretty darn good. He's 8.4K. Yeah, I thought I saw. Did they change that? I thought I saw something about Kramer. Let me see what it says. Because um, that's what I have. If anybody in chat has any other additional information. Um, okay, yeah. Dean Kramer expected to follow Tyler Wells on Wednesday while serving more as an opener. Okay. Yep, that's what I expect. And you'll probably get a good chunk of innings from Kramer. I think he's playable, yeah, but yeah. not a target for me like he was the last time. Yeah, see, I kind of had him as a little bit of a value play, and I was a little disappointed because I thought he wasn't going to start. And, you know, Wells, which I guess he's not going to start, but he's going to be the primary reliever. So right. it's kind of like a start anyway. Um, so, you know, but, I mean, Toronto's been tough. They've been really tough on Baltimore in this Boy, series. Boy, the Shets going ballistic. Mm -hmm. Four home runs, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's been crazy. Um but you know, I respect Baltimore too. So this kind of 
this game's almost a wash for me. Uh, his teams kind of cancel each other out. I don't know. How do you feel about it? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I respect Manoa and Kramer, so mm-hmm. I don't want to load up or stack up either side. But I love both sides hitting. You know, I mean, I'll tell you, Baltimore, every time I play their guys, they seem to come through. I mean, yeah. Mullins, Rutschman, Santander, Mountcastle, Urias, Henderson, all those guys. Uh, you know, you can go to that top six and feel pretty good about it. And I will say Alec Manoa's been looking pretty decent. So, you know, I doubt I'll have multiple Orioles, more of like a one-off scenario. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, it, I'm with you. It's a it's a hard game. And I, I do like some of the Toronto bats a little bit too, but nothing, you know, to go crazy about. Um, Kramer's been keeping teams pretty much in check. Um, but, you know, there's not a le- lot of lefties in the Blue Jays lineup right now. Right. And, you know, that is a little bit of an advantage for Kramer. But, uh, you know, I think you can go to any of those guys in the middle of that lineup. But, Crash, you've got here are the pricing for Springer, Guerrero, Bichette, Kirk, Hernandez, and Chapman. Five, seven, six, one, five, 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 four, five, one, five. So nobody, you know, south of 5K <laughs> makes it almost impossible to stack, you know? Yeah. I, I do like uh, Guerrero, though. He's four for eight with three home runs against Kramer. So yeah. he's he's the BVP uh, play on the slate for me. Yeah. And, I mean, Bichette's been every bit as hot as, you know, uh, the guys like Trout and Judge. So mm-hmm. certainly could consider him as well. And he's $600 cheaper than Guerrero. But for me, that, that game, like I said, I, I'm not comfortable with it. Uh, cause I like sort of all the hitters and the pitchers. <laughs> yeah. So just a, a bit of one-offs for me. That's it. Right. Yeah. I, I totally get that coach. I do. All right. At seven forty, we've got the Reds and Cubs, <laughs> 72 degrees, perfect game in Chicago to watch. No wind eight, uh, eight is the total 3.69 implied for the Reds 4.31 for the Cubs. The lefty Mike Miner at 6.8K against Javier Assad, 6.1K. What's mm-hmm. what's the temperature on this game for you? Um, you know, I, I do like the Cubs. I mean, Mike Miner's been bad. So um I think that they're they're probably a stackable team in a GPP. Um, you know, I think they they're could cheap. get Miner in trouble. Yeah, they're definitely cheap too. Um, so if you wanted to get you know, some of the Cardinals bats or the Astros bats or whatever, you know, more higher priced guys. I think that's definitely a team you could stack them with. Yeah, not not bad. I mean, I for me, there's a few one offs I like on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll just be sort of cherry picking a few guys out. Uh, you know, Friedel at 2.2K if he leads off would be a, a really nice price. Yeah, uh, Fraley in the at the cleanup spot at two point eight. We've been talking about Friedel, Farmer, and Fraley. You know the the yeah. uh, law firm, and mm-hmm. they're cheap, and they're you know they're hard not to uh, you know consider. Uh, and I think they're all in play. And then, like you said, Miner's not been good, and uh, they're going to load up uh, with nine righties. I think the Cubs will have against Miner. So mm-hmm. if you look up and down that lineup. You know, Madrigal, Suzuki, Reyes, Happ, and Horner uh, specifically are the guys that I would say you could grab a few guys from. So to get some cheap hitters here is not a bad idea. Right. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with that. All right, 745 crash. We have the Nationals and Cardinals, 78 degrees, slight breeze blowing in from left at five miles an hour. Seven and a half is the total. 2.57 2.57 applied for the Nationals. Pretty good 4.93 for the cards. Corey Abbott, 5.6K against Jordan Montgomery, the lefty, 9.2K for the Cardinals. Is Montgomery your du jour pitcher today? You know, I, I like Montgomery. My only thing is Washington just, they don't strike out. You know, and they've been playing really well in this series. I mean, they they shut out the Cardinals in the first game and then they got out to the one nothing lead and it took the Cardinals a while to even score. So this series has been pretty weird. Um, 
And I keep waiting for the the Cardinals to have that breakout game, and and maybe it happens here. I don't know, but it just seems like you know a shutout and four runs. I mean, four runs is about the floor for this team. So yeah. Well, I you know it's hilarious that you say that because in my preparation, my exact words were going to be, "I'm not kidding you." This is the game I think the Cardinals break out. <laughs> Honest to goodness. Yeah, I get I, it. Yeah, it makes sense. I think they I, I think they punch him in the teeth here. I think this just reeks to me of like a 10-1 game. Mm-hmm. I love Montgomery. He's one, he's my pay-up pitcher. I love the Cardinals stack. And it's expensive, but Newt Bar and Donovan are cheap. Of course, mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna stack both Goldschmidt and Arenado. You you generally can't, you sort of have to choose between the two right right. but then you can get you know Corey dickerson even though he can be pinch hit for you know o'neill gorman all those guys i think so many home run potential there it's not even funny i think abbott's awful i think Mm -hmm. the bullpen's awful and i think you know the cardinals have been pushed around the last few games i think they get serious today and uh i hate to say it with your brews brewers but i think the cardinals are are uh, in business today. So Lanny, if you're watching, man, <laughs> do your Cardinals dance for us. Yeah. I mean, the Cardinals, they're, they're pretty much running away with this division. So I'm not as concerned about them anymore. I'm looking at the wild card as a Brewers fan, but yeah. um, going back to the Cardinals, it's interesting. It's a very small sample size, but do you know how many hits they have in seven at bats combined against Abbott? Two. Zero. Oh, great. Yeah. So they're due, I think. <laughs> yeah. The way I would look at that because that's just those are too good of hitters to keep them down. So yeah, I would think so. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's just a fluke. Mm-hmm. So I think they come after him today. Yeah. Anything else on that game? I mean, the stack, you know, Tyler O'Neill's been hot. I, I could play, you know, I think Newt Bar and then of course Goldschmidt Aeronauta, whichever one of those you want to use. Um and O'Neill and I kind of like Dickerson, you know, he's been pretty good too lately. So lefty righty. Um, that's, that's where I'm looking at probably four, maybe not five, but four uh, Cardinals here for me. Very nice. All right. I guess we have to pick up our game. A few notches crash. Cause Deb's in the chat. Uh Oh, <laughs> so now we have to get serious. Let me, let me adjust my mic. Who does All she right. like today? Did she say? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Go ahead, Deb. Let us know. Who are you uh, zooming in on today? Surely the Cardinals. I mean, they seem like the top. King of Smack. I'm going Casey, Houston, St. Louis, Bats. Yeah. Darvish and Montgomery. Very interesting. Mm. Very interesting. I love the opinions. Throw them in there. It's a good time to talk it up. Um, What about Fan Duel? What about Fan Duel? Uh, My favorite pitcher on Fan Duel? Um, mine's Montgomery I don't know (laughs) I don't know honestly I mean to me it's almost like you can just throw these guys in a blender and pick one because they're all you know like Javier is probably my favorite but he hasn't had like huge numbers against Texas he's been okay um U Darvish has been good against Arizona but Arizona has been pretty much red hot they shouldn't have lost last night uh, they're going to be pretty furious, I think. So, yeah. And and Washington doesn't strike out. So that's that's the thing about this slate is there's really no one in a great matchup. Um, Manoa and, and Kramer, as we talked about, those guys kind of cancel each other out. So yeah. I'm kind of at a loss for the pitching on this slate, honestly. Well, I'll tell you what. The evening slate to me, like we said at the beginning of the show, I think is much tougher than the early slate. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's definitely uh, tougher decisions to be made. Wish those games were split up a little bit better, uh, make it easier for uh, for us for sure. Yeah. All right, three games left. We've got an 8-10 game in the Dome in Houston. Rangers, Astros, 2.83 implied for Texas on an eight total. That gives Houston a 5.17, which is the biggest implied total on the evening slate for those Astros against Cole Reagans, Christian Javier uh, at 10.2 for the Astros. Reagans, by the way, the lefty is 5.8. What are you looking at here? Uh, I'd like to get to Houston, but they're pretty expensive, so it's tough. Um, 
you know, Altuve, Bregman, those are probably my two favorite. Also, Jeremy Pena, we like him against lefties. And uh, Mancini's been pretty good since he joined Houston as well. So um, there's probably three or four guys here that I could get to, just depending on how everything shakes out. Yeah, anything on the Rangers side, or are you liking Javier? Uh, Lowe and and, uh, Seager would be my two favorite on the Texas side. Okay, no Javier exposure? Mm, you know, like I said, maybe, but his his uh, his numbers have been like in the 30s, which I mean, for his price, that's not really what you want, you know. Yeah, yeah. 10.2 is a big number, and, and that's yeah. such a homer park, in my opinion. Right, and, right. And that definitely scares me a bit. Yeah, his highest score, I think, this year using FanDuel scoring, his highest score was like 37. So, yeah. I mean, that's not even that's not even three. You know, I guess it's like just over three X. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. I mean, I'm I'm not on the Javier bandwagon. He'll get a decent amount of ownership uh, mm-hmm. against the Ra- uh, Rangers. A uh, couple mm-hmm. of one offs for the Astros. I do like Pena since he's moved into the two hole at that price and then just trying to find another guy in the mix there uh, that's affordable. It's it's difficult uh, on the Astros side, though. Yeah. I agree. It is. I, even though I'm not going to have Javier, I'm, I doubt I'm going to have much exposure to the Rangers. Maybe mm-hmm. a one-off at best. Yeah. This game's interesting, Crash. Uh, the 8-15 game, it's the Guardians and Royals. 83 degrees in KC. No win to speak of. Eight's the implied total. 4.29 for the Guardians. 3.71 for the Royals. Cody Morris, 5.3K for, for Cleveland. And Zach Granke, your buddy, 6.4K for mm-hmm. the Kansas City Royals. And, you know, I know Deb likes Zach Granke when he's pitching at home. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, you know, Cleveland, they don't strike out. So that's that's something I would be wary of a little bit with, with Granke. Um, I mean, do you like Granke in this, this matchup, Coach? I, I don't have quite the courage to push that button. I don't think it's the worst play at mm-hmm. 6.4. It does allow you a bunch of, um, you know, hitters. But, I you know, I respect the Guardians offensively. And, yeah. uh, you know, they're, again, they're a team that doesn't strike out a bunch. And uh, I don't know how, how far Granky can go. So I'm not going to have any exposure. But if you're going to play a, sort of a pun SP2 and go with some big sticks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think you could do worse than Granky, but uh, not going to go with the youngster Morris either on the other side. I prefer hitting yeah. in this game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you there. Um, I think probably Josh Naylor would be my favorite for the, the guardians here. And uh, on the other side, uh, probably Perez. Yeah, I think Perez would be my Perez favorite. homered last night against yeah. Bieber. Yeah, so, against Bieber. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've been saying I like the top of that Royals order. Uh, Melendez with Perez, Prado, Taylor. I, I mm-hmm. really like those guys. And even Massey a little bit. So having a mixture of one or two of those guys and plug in a couple of Guardians. If I could fit Ramirez, again, I think he's in a great spot here. I love when he bats lefty. Uh, 6.3 is a lot though. And that makes it tough there. Uh, so, you know, a couple hitters in this game, no pitching for me. All right. We finished the slate out with the Arizona Diamondbacks at the San Diego Padres. It's an 840 game. So you're going to get some extra beauty sleep tonight, crash. And I think you're, oh, you have football tomorrow, but no baseball, correct? Yeah. Um, I do have a fantasy draft tonight at 830. So. That'll well, be that's perfect then. Good timing. Yeah. Which pick do you have? Um, I honestly don't even know, and that's terrible because I'm the commissioner of the league. Ah, <laughs> very good, man. Um, very good. I know my wife has the last pick because she won the league last year. So gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Very nice. Well, good luck in that one for sure. Let us know how it turns out. Put up something in Discord. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I've done two drafts so far, and I feel pretty good about the first one. The second one was a little iffy because I had the last pick, and it's a 12-team league, so it was a little bit tougher. So, yep. Yeah, that always is challenging. Mm-hmm. All right, this last bowl game, it's uh, 84 degrees in San Diego is that hot 
uh, spell continues in California. A little bit of breeze blowing out, six mile an hour to right. And eight is the total, 3.21 for the D-backs, 4.79 for the pods. Tommy Henry, the lefty, 7.9K. Not too crazy about Henry. You Darvish, 10K flat. He's going to be pretty popular. Are you on the U bandwagon? It's, you know, I think it's tricky because he's had good success against Arizona this year. I was looking at his numbers, but this is not the same team that Arizona was earlier this year. So I'm a little concerned for him. Um, I don't think he's going to get smashed, but, you know, I think they do have some bats, some of these young bats like the Carroll and the Thomas and, and McCarthy, you know, those guys, um, they've been hitting well. Of course, you still have Varsho and Marte. Um, so, yeah, I think I think Arizona can give him a little bit of trouble. And if they're going to be high owned, you know, I think there's definitely some one off plays there that I like. Tell Marte um, is really good BVP wise against Darvish. So he's uh, 10 for 24, two home runs, uh, seven singles and a double. 417 average so not bad not mm -hmm. bad yeah yeah i mean i have a lineup with you in it along not you as in uh, right. crash davis you know what i'm saying <laughs> but i do have a, a darvish montgomery lineup where i go cheaper on the sticks mm -hmm. uh, and then i do have a lineup where i'm not using darvish and in that lineup i do like a couple of the d-backs bats yeah. I agree with you. Whatever is, you know, flipped a switch there. They played respectable baseball the second half. And, you know, I think they can give uh, a scrap here to the Padres. Um, I do like some of the, the Padres, especially the righties. Yeah. Uh, like Machado, Bell, Profar, Cronin, uh, not Cronenworth, uh, not but uh, uh, Kim at the top of the order. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, Kim. Yeah. Yeah. I think those guys are all playable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Machado, I'm kind of torn. I, I want to go with Machado, but I also like, um, oh, who was the other play? Guerrero. Which one's going to be my home run call? I think I'm going to go with Guerrero, but I wouldn't be surprised if Machado hits one out too. Yeah, Machado's my home run call uh, on the late slate. I, I mm -hmm. like him uh, to go deep today. 6K is a big chunk, though. It's a chunk of change, so right. got to be committed there. But, uh, you know, I sort of like Bell tonight as well at 4-8. I wouldn't mind, you know, just having that 3-4 duo in the late mm -hmm. game. I think that uh, you could get some punch uh, from those two guys. Although yeah, Bell he's... hasn't been great since he's gone to the Padres. He did hit one out last night, though. So. I know. I yeah. know. He's, he's a bit streaky, so mm -hmm. that could be a good thing uh, for him. Yeah, he had the BVP against Kelly, and, uh, you know, I didn't play him, but it was definitely there. I looked at it, so. Yeah, it was. All right, that is uh, the, the main slates. We didn't do a lot on the ownership side today because with the two split slates and all those games in the middle, it's mm -hmm. absolutely so confusing. So what we're going to do is we'll post ownership in Discord. We'll put up uh, the pitcher's ownership, the stack's ownership for the early slate. And then later this afternoon, we'll put uh, the ownership up for the evening slate. So this way you can really decipher uh, what's going on in there. All right, let's give out the second $5 ticket to the $5 million bucks. Uh, let's spin it and see. Everybody's in there. Nobody knew yet. Nope. All right, the winner of the second ticket, just shoot us a message at DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. It's Ronald Pollard. I think Rodney Pollard has won before, hasn't he? Isn't he a dual winner here? I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, I think he's won something in the past. Congratulations, Rodney. You have won a ticket. So send us that info at DFS Coach Talk, and we will shoot you the PayPal over. You can jump in that Millie Maker. And wouldn't it be phenomenal if uh, we had somebody win it? from a, a ticket we're giving out, that would be That'd awesome. Be incredible. Yeah. 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 Fear money entertainment, ain't two egg yolks, yolks like Rocky Balboa. Uh, <laughs> and ran up a bunch of stairs. Oh my Lord. What are you doing, man? <laughs> Congratulations, David says, and boy from Cali. All right. We got everybody in here today. So I'll be looking for those two, uh, uh, 
from Rodney and uh, David on where to send those tickets. Remember, tomorrow we've got a live uh, MLB podcast. I'll be on there solo. And then we've got the debut of our NFL podcast with Stephen Miller. You're going to love him and crash. Mm -hmm. Those two are going to do all the breakdown. I'm just going to be, you know, the ugly face in the middle, just sort of trying to uh, keep peace uh, between these two guys. They'll be like the guys on what's the ESPN show where they want to kill each other sharp. And, uh, Oh, um, um, undisputed. Is that what it's called? That's on FS one. No, What's, what's um, the show I'm thinking of where, uh, that little, well, it used to be with Skip and Stephen A. And right now it's yeah. Skip and, uh, Shannon Sharp, right? Yeah. No sharp is on, um, I've got it all confused. Skip Bayless. Yeah, it is confusing now. Well, whatever. You're gonna, you guys are going to be like some up, of those right? people. What's that? Is that the show that they're all on? Oh, now? yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. You got it. Yeah. No, he never won anything. This is Rodney's first win. Oh, let's get it done, man. Sweet. Yeah. Fantastic. So catch us for two pods tomorrow. The baseball one. Don't leave me hanging all alone at 1.30 in the afternoon. For that one, and then uh, we will have the NFL one at 6.50 p.m. Eastern uh, mm-hmm. for that one. So am All I right. not doing the one at 1.30 then? Yeah, I'm doing the one at 1.30. No, am I not, is what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were off tomorrow. Oh, I, I don't even know. <laughs> I, I believe you're off tomorrow. Yeah, I guess, because I'm doing Sunday. We're doing a special podcast on Sunday. For yeah, the- so I'm so. I'm solo with the MLB one, and then the three of us are on. Uh, for the NFL one tomorrow night. Okay, yeah. All right, we're at exactly one hour and one minute, so we're right on target. If Coach Mom was watching today, she may be taking a nap. She says keep it to an hour. So Mm. uh, we did it there, Coach Mom. We got it done for you in time. All right, that is it. I don't see any other final questions. Um, No prize picks or boom fantasy? Oh, I forgot about it. You're absolutely right. We're going to give our top two boom. And our top two uh, prize picks, I apologize. Now we're over schedule. Now I'm in trouble. All right. Uh, you want to do your prize oh, picks can, first? We can knock this out quick. Yeah. yeah Vlad Guerrero over one and a half total bases and Goldschmidt, Arenado, O'Neill over 0.5 home runs. Okay. That mm-hmm. sounds pretty good. <clears throat> I like, um, where's my, I got to call it up on the screen here because I don't want to screw up with both of them. I keep getting them confused. Um, I went, this is a weird one. I went Christian Javier under six and a half strikeouts. I know that doesn't sound like it makes sense, but I just, I don't think he goes, uh, has, you know, the best outing here. I don't think the Rangers uh, are going to strike out a, a bunch in this game. So under six and a half. For Christian Javier on strikes. And then I decided to go total bases on the hitting Charlie Blackman over one and a half total bases. Okay. I love that play. Yeah, I actually like that too, unfortunately. Um, now I got to call up Boom Fantasy to see. I'm going to just click on that. So take your time giving your two Boom Fantasy because okay. I have to, I, I forgot and I didn't pull it up on my phone. Go ahead. So my first play. I don't know. I need to see if this is uh, game specific or just what the deal is here because, okay, so it's the 205 game. So it is the one against Luis Varland. Um, Aaron Judge over one and a half total bases. That's my first play. Okay. And then my second play for Boom Fantasy is going to be uh, Charlie Blackman more hits than Christian Yelich. So I like it. Yelich is 0 for 6 against Freeland, and we mentioned how Blackman has really given uh, Lauer the business. So He has. All right, here's a weird one I'm going to take for Boom Fantasy, our presenting sponsor. I'm going under a half a hit, Gary Sanchez. I think okay. he gets zero hits in that game. All right. And then I am going to take over RBIs, Willie Adamas, a half. I Thought he'd get it yesterday, so I'm going back to the same doggone play. Mm-hmm. Willie Adamas over a half of RBI on Boom Fantasy. Half an RBI or half a hit? It's a half an RBI. 
half an RBI. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I think he uh, knocks himself in with a ding dong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as I was gonna say, I think he hits a home run today. I kind of like the information that. we need, Rodney, and anybody that ever wins on here, it's super simple. All you have to do is go to Twitter, look up at DFS Coach Talk, and then just DM us and say, I won the, the free ticket to the Millie Maker. My name is Rodney Pollard, and my email address attached to my PayPal account is whatever that is. And then, bang, it's sent right to you, and it's over with. So mm -hmm. that's good for everybody to remember going forward because I'm hoping everybody wins at some point. Thanks again, boy from Cali. David's going to take down that Millie Maker with that ticket. I just know it. Yeah. Any yeah. final words, Crash? No. Uh, a lot of baseball to watch over the next few hours, that's for sure. Um, and the Brewers start here in about 30 minutes. So I'll be We're going to be posting lineups in Discord right yeah. now for the early yeah, right play yeah. within the next five minutes. Mm -hmm. And then uh, follow along from there and we'll – well, we're going to crush it. I absolutely love this early slate, so let's get after it. So Let's do it. Thank you, everybody, for joining in. Get ready tomorrow to buckle in because we've got the baseball pod and the NFL pod. So really appreciate all of our core group in here every day. Uh, we'll certainly be back again tomorrow when we look to crush it in MLB and NFL, in DFS, DraftKings, FanDuel, Yahoo!, and, of course, Boom Fantasy.